Five Breakfast. Catch up. Heartless from the weekend. You're on Five Breakfast. Welcome to the show. If you just joined us, it's a brand new radio year. We are starting season three of the best morning music on your radio. And we are keeping many things. We're changing many things. Freshening it up for a brand new year from April 1 through till March 31 of 2024. Imagine. And then if we get year four, we're going to have to cover the elections, guys. Oh, oh. Yeah. The most historic election since 94, Oof. if we get new contracts. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing that we're keeping uh, over from season two, which was last year, of Five Breakfast is Holly bringing us the biggest and hottest sport interviews available after big sporting weekends on a Monday day 10. Holly, over to you. you got Prince on the line. Absolutely. So Prince uh, Sobayen is an international digital scouter, wow. which is something that I want us to unpack a little later on. Prince, uh, welcome to Five Breakfast. Uh, thank you for your time. I mean, the international break is now done and dusted. It was bittersweet for our national football teams because uh, Bafana Bafana qualifying uh, for next year's AFCON in Ivory Coast together with Morocco from Group K. But how would you sum up those qualifiers? Uh, morning, Golish. Uh, morning to your team. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Um, yeah, it's been a very hectic couple of weeks for us. Especially with the with the international games, uh, Bafana Bafana under 23, um, been in camp trying to qualify for different uh, for different campaigns. Um, first of all, I must say I am very happy. I'm extremely over the moon with Bafana Bafana qualifying for Afcon. I I don't know what would have happened to the country or what would have happened in terms of our football if the national team had not managed to qualify for another tournament. So. Yeah. That's a big, big, big plus for us, considering that we're not at the last, at the last Afcon, and how the campaign has been in terms of, um, in terms of the group that we're in with uh, Liberia, South Africa, and uh, and Morocco, Zimbabwe being out. It would have been very disappointing for us not to make it out of, of this group, um, considering that there were only three teams in the group. So it's a, it's a very big, big plus for us, and I think we've got a very um, promising generation of players that are young. Um, making moves and, and doing well at their respective clubs. So it would be very good for them to, 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 to go to a tournament and then show the world or, or the continent what they can do. So I'm very happy for Wafana. And I think it's a, it's a deserved qualification. Although I still feel that the team needs a bit of work in terms of maybe bringing in more quality players um, into the squad to give it more depth um, in, in certain positions. And I think maybe going to the tournament, that's what the coach uh, would be looking to. In fact, when he came back from, from Liberia, that's what he said, that he's looking to bring in more quality into the team to ensure that when we go to the tournament, we don't just go and, um, you know, uh, we, we lose in, in the group stage, but we cannot make it out beyond the group stage. So hopefully that will be worked out, because now literally even the game against Morocco in, in June is like a friendly because we've qualified. So Absolutely. he will be looking to give in new players opportunities. So I'm happy with that, man. I'm happy. And, uh, yeah, as for the under-23s, man, um, yeah, look, it was inevitable for the under-23s not to, not to do so well, considering the factors that are involved in their, in their campaign. Number one, the, the, the junior teams, uh, all the junior teams, they don't play friendly games as much. So the teams are never, you know, uh, together. They don't play together as, and, and prepare as they should. Um, as, as there's a tendency in South African football to only bring in the junior teams when it's time for um, the, the tournament under 20, under 17, and the Olympics. And that's the third part. I mean, even now, when we look at the 2020 Olympics, 
uh, you know, you you see that maybe the under twenty three will only started playing together in twenty twenty six, preparing mm. for the Olympics. So that's a sad part, and uh, I think we cannot really blame the coaches on this one because they never really had an opportunity to build a team. And I think maybe if 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 their coaches were to give a report back to the South African Football Association and highlight this, and I think David Notwana, when he he has been on several interviews is resigning and this is one of the problems that she faced during the, this tenure as an attorney coach when I was trying to qualify for the Olympics is that there's not enough support, there's not enough preparation for the team. I mean, it's got literally two weeks with a team that is new and must bring in players from here and overseas and we can't really expect results from that. So that is a big, big, big worry for me and, you know, the way the team played, man, you can see that these guys are not, that are not used to each other it's a coach that has not instilled his, for his philosophy into the team. Uh, there's no team unity. There's no cohesion. There's nothing really positive about the team mm. that we can take out. I mean, that's, that's a, that. a bleak picture that you're painting there, you know, Prince. Uh, when you speak of that, we are absolutely heartbroken because we thought we would be at the Under-23 AFCON in Morocco this year and at the Olympics next year. But, uh, you know, even the coach, uh, David Notwani, resigned after not being able to qualify. But we also saw what happened with the under-16 team you know when they lost uh, 4-0 to to Poland and it was their second straight loss there should we then be worried about football development in our country uh, I think we should um, I think we should and I think we have been worried for for years now it's not even the first time that these kind of things are happening and uh, you know let's to start with how can an association have part-time coaches coaching the, the, the national mm. teams uh, someone who don't even have contracts, by down. the way. Exactly. They don't even have contracts, standing contracts, you know, to say, okay, for five years, this is the contract that will be. It's, it's like a, it's, it's, yeah, they're freelancing coaches, basically. It's an assignment to an assignment situation, meaning that it's not only the team that's going to be new, it's also the coach, because the coach is not full-time, you know, working on this job. How are they going to even give it their all when they are part-time? I mean, they're just brought in for one game, two games, and then you're back to your club. Um, I mean, uh, Coach David Notwani was working for Sundowns, looking for the under 23s. I mean, why, why? We don't want that type of situation. Even the under 16, it was. This tournament is a brilliant platform for our um, for our uh, our players, our young players, to get experience and also to test themselves against the the, the, the other teams from Europe. But this is just something that just came up now, and uh, the the team had to be assembled. We don't know what was the criteria of selecting the team that went to Poland, uh, but the team is in Poland and they've lost all their three games. Even against Luxembourg, they've lost 3-2 against Luxembourg in their last game. Um, so we've lost against Poland, Luxembourg, and we lost the first game against Northern Ireland. And probably this team is going to come back. We'll never hear from those players again. So, Prince, I'm so um, sorry to know. cut you because I want us to chat about your uh, international digital scouting. You know, some of the names that you continue to introduce uh, to the South African landscape, the Alwandes Rolls-Royce, the uh, Siabong Aligenzas, Aaron Rydell. Maybe just tell us a little bit about your work and, and, and just uh, how you are finding these names. Uh, yeah, look, um, digital scouting is um, is basically another wing of the scouting um, uh, community, or so to say, of the scouting um, part of, of, of the game. But it's more focused. Oh, no. Did we just lose Prince there? 
Yeah, oh, we did. And that's such an important point uh, of yeah, because I mean, with uh, what Prince is able to do uh, with his work, you know, he's able to just. Uh, give us that lowdown of all the players, South African players that are playing internationally, uh, what they're doing at the moment, the goals that they're scoring, the impact that they're having in their different clubs, wow. and really then raising their profile so that coaches can also say, you know, these are some of the names that we can toy around with. Totally. That's fascinating. Well, thank you so much, Holly, for that fascinating chat with Prince, who <laughs> definitely seems to be saying that the South African, at least men's soccer world, needs to change in some fundamental systemic ways. Holly, always bringing the biggest and best sports interviews 819 in the morning here's Rush from Aris Star catch up on some of the best moments from 5 Breakfast by going to 5FM's catch up page on the 5FM app or 5FM.co.za